Hello, hello, welcome back to Bus Talks And uh, by now, What's you up? should know that uh, my name is Bus And of course, uh, as you just heard, uh, unintended and unannounced uh, Mr. Mike is back, Mike So what, you... I can only talk when you want me to talk. Yeah, yeah, uh, dude. I, I I have to do like the whole introduction first before you know. Like there's there's structure to this, man. There's structure. We set and really? plan for, we set and plan for today's episode for hours, and then when it came to recording, we just like, what did we plan? <laughs> I I don't know if our listeners would even. Be listening think to us. That we, there is a structure to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, hey, actually, actually, when we uh, first started out, there was like uh, there was like a really defined structure that I wanted. Then I think Mike felt like it was very rigid. No, we, I, 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 we, we did have a an outline, right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. You guys told me that the podcast should be more. Casual, more Ooh. flowing rather than. Who's the rather than, <laughs> You've been texting you on the side, huh? Not line, so that's what I did. Yeah. Uh. Then. Then I think one. <laughs> I think one adjustment that uh we made from the first episode to now. Uh, in in the last two years we we last two years we did but for thirty eight episodes so about maybe ten a year. Uh, I think one yeah. is uh, what what was it? Uh? Oh God, I I forgot. Oh oh, Mike 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 was telling me at the start. Uh, hey dude, you got to tell me what what we want to talk about so I have time to <laughs> to prepare and I have time for my answers. And then uh, for episode thirty seven, which was the one that he joined back after a long time, Mike was telling after me. After a ah, while. Let let's let's just talk, you know, like. Like chill, like like as though like how we usually do. Uh, there's there's no need to prep me and whoa, surprise surprise, he did very well. I don't know what direction you want to <laughs> you want to give this. <laughs> you want to take in this podcast, Buzz? I I I don't know. <laughs> I don't. In, in initially, uh, I got to say initially, I wanted it to be quite rigid, and then after I yeah. I listened to a couple of podcasts. Uh, one one group of uh podcasters uh stuck out for me uh which is yeah. this local uh local podcast in Singapore uh, called Yalabat where Yalabad. uh they were originally uh, YouTubers uh from Ministry of Funny uh Terence and Haresh uh and and their format which I have adopted I'm op- I'm openly saying this because their format is they're, they're quite casual and it seems like you copied uh, the format I adopted the format. <laughs> I, I didn't copy it. There's a uh, they're way more polished than than us, obviously. Uh, and they've done like I think three times a week podcast, something that we don't wow. have the time to do. Uh, yeah, because but we yeah, yeah, I I adopted the format. Yeah, 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 nah, We we do have jobs. Uh, and and we don't get we don't get paid for this. We're literally spending our time for for all this, uh, chit chat. But yes, yeah. uh, I've adopted from them, uh, and I've learned from their structure, and I've adopted it to ours, which I think is is quite okay because, because uh, this is my favorite part. Uh, as people have been playing uh, and 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 listening, and uh, as the weeks on pass, the last episode that we 
shared was on uh, when was this February the first. So about earlier yeah. earlier this month, we're recording this on like twenty six Feb. And I was thinking, okay, how how good can the episode be, right? Since Mike hasn't been here for a long time, uh, and the last one that he did was uh okay, it wasn't too you know outstanding. It's pretty good. Surprise, surprise. Uh, episode thirty-seven. Mike is back. We just talk football. It's ranking number eight of our all-time uh, all-time all episodes that we have. Isn't that? It's obvious. It's obvious that the listeners just miss me. That's why they, <laughs> they tuned in. Clearly, clearly, because uh, then I was looking at the uh audience retention where <sighs> it basically it's just. I just want to see how many of our listeners uh, actually listen to us all the way to the end. And surprise, yeah. surprise, uh, half of our total listeners listen to us all the way to the end. So thank you. Thank you so much for l- wanting to listen to what we have to say. <laughs> yeah, we are very flattered. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't understand <laughs> what we don't understand why. <laughs> attracted you <laughs> to listen to us all the time, but... Yeah, well, for the whole for the whole uh, episode, but you know, thank yeah, you. It's it's a really uh, it's 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 encouraging because uh, I think just a few days I was I was asking uh, I couldn't sleep, so I was going through YouTube to see whether any other channel had similar concepts to Bus Talk. I found two. Uh, one is uh football Footy Adventures, uh, a YouTuber, and the other one is a uh, a Thai YouTuber. Where they go to like uh, different stadiums around the world. Then I was like, "Oh man, that's so cool." But but then I I was asking Mike. We'll Mike, get there. We'll no, get yeah, there. No, I was asking Mike. Uh, Mike, do you think I should oh, I should give up and and you know like maybe call it the day? But our audience are are telling us that we are going in the right direction, and that we should I guess we should continue. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, I guess Mike. we're gonna. Wake up early just to do this yes. podcast every day. Yes. Uh, early, mean, every, for, early for early for Mike. Uh, we we'll try every week. That that was <laughs> our goal at the start, and then we burn out after like uh I think two weeks. Uh, no no not two weeks two months. Then we we didn't do for yeah, like, we, we, for three we months had, right. We yeah we we had a streak for a while. For yeah sure. at the start, and then and that also of course that was also during the. The pandemic, yes. so we we kind of didn't have any kind of life. You know, we didn't really go out a lot. We didn't have like a lot of commitments, so we just you know stayed at home and talk about football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and o- also the editing, which uh, Mike didn't even bother picking up or wanting to learn. <laughs> so the full editing is done by me. Uh, so if you have any yeah, comments, to uh, you can or criticisms or criticisms. Yeah, or criticisms. <laughs> uh, maybe we should uh, stop our chit chattering at the start. <laughs> It's now running up to seven and a half minutes. You can always let us know uh, at our yeah. website bustalks dot com, uh, at our Twitter bustalks might, uh, or you can hit us up on IG, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, Twitch and Discord all just find at Bustalks B A Z T A L K S. We are, we are everywhere. We are everywhere. Yes. Uh, um, our first YouTube video that I've done, which was in Korea, uh, has uh two likes and fifty nine views. Uh, so that is money well spent. 
please share uh, at our channel with a friend Uh, if you like what you are listening to and 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 uh, yeah if you got especially if you got views uh, and that brings us to our topic this week but uh, before we get there uh, oh it was such a good segue uh, I just want to give a shout out to the new countries that are listening in to us because that's a little thing that I like I like to uh, do uh, we have I think the new entry since our last podcast should be Honduras, uh, the good people at Sweden, uh, nice. our uh, Mike Ma- uh, Mike's neighbors, uh, Mexico, the people of Mexico, uh, from Chihuahua, Chihuahua, Mexico. Is that a place? Yes. Oh, we should go there next time. Uh, and then uh, Switzerland, and of course uh, the AFF all-time Suzuki Cup uh, champion, or as it's known now. The Mitsubishi Electric uh, Champions, uh, <laughs> people from Thailand, Sawadee uh, oh, Cup. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening into us. I hope uh, you listen and you like and and, and you share. Uh, and Mike, uh, since uh, and I, I hope this encourages you to uh, come on the show more often. Uh, we have people from uh, Ohio, Washington, Virginia, Texas, California, Oregon, Florida, Pennsylvania, Arkansas, Kentucky, New York. Tennessee, Rhode Island, Utah, Illinois, New Jersey, and Nevada. Okay, okay, okay. Wow, wow. <laughs> uh, are you happy that so many people from so many states? My goal is to see all 50 states here. More, more like I'm cringing. <laughs> so yes, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank, thank you to everyone that that's that's tuned in. And yes, as I was saying, uh, there was a request that I put up on IG, you know, like I asked, hey, uh, is there any topic that you all would like to listen to? And okay. uh, we we did get a we did get a reply from one of Great. our followers on uh, on our bus talks IG. <coughs> Sorry, let me find uh, let me find the person's name. Uh, he it it's our friend. Uh, is uh IG username I am Kental. Uh, he asked us to talk about Newcastle, and Newcastle. fittingly enough, uh, our topic today is about uh, what what's the topic about, Mike? Today we're gonna talk about United and Qatar and how they're gonna they're being sold by the Glazers apparently. Yes. So exciting, exciting times for many fans like me. Finally, and yeah, uh, we are going to talk about that. Uh, I mean, this this is a whole bust up in in that includes like uh, uh, the Man City uh, financial fair play breaches. Uh, but we'll start off. I think, uh, Mike, shall we start off at United? Okay. Um, as everyone knows. The Glazers have decided to maybe sell mm. uh, parts of the club. We don't know if they they want to keep their majority uh, shares, or they're looking for someone to buy their shares, okay. which is which amounts to about six billion dollars. Mm. So now <clears throat> there's a there's a lot of drama because a the Glazers are very unpopular, and B, 
this will be the third time that a nation state wants to buy a an English club. So there's a lot of scrutiny about this purchase. Of course, uh, Qatar is not the only ones who want to buy the club. Um, yes. There is another uh, a, a billionaire. Um, so Jim Radcliffe. Who wants to buy the club. Yeah, Sir Jim Radcliffe and his uh, holding company. So, what what do you think about that? It's your club, after all. Well, it's the club you support. Yeah, yeah. I wish it was my club. Yeah, we'd be bowling, you know. <laughs> we, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> I, I sure. Would have, I would have dragged you along, like, hey, Mike, uh, <laughs> let's let's go and and, and do YouTube videos of of. Uh, uh, of our our bus stop objective which is to see and play football with people all over the world who are just as mad as us about football exactly we we don't have to do little uh startups like this we can just like all right let's go man <laughs> uh okay but uh speaking about the update uh before i uh, uh, about the sale uh I I always get my news news source from uh, secret source uh, on on Twitter, uh, which is uh, I think if you follow enough, you you should know. Yeah, uh, Indy Kyla news. Uh, two hours ago, Indy just said that a major update on the sale of, of menu. So hopefully it's something important. But uh, if you tell me you if you ask me uh, between the Qatar family and Sir Jim Radcliffe, Radcliffe. wow, that's 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 oh man, that's that's tough. Because I think Sir Jim will 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 bring more balance uh, to the club, where he'll ensure that any possible sales uh, or, or you know uh, the book balance is is achieved uh, proper properly and in accordance of uh, in accordance of the laws. Because like if you see like state-owned clubs, they can just pump in the money, and 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 then like. Seven years later, you see like uh, Man City, where suddenly there's a hundred alleged breaches of of uh, financial fair play and whatnot. So if it's me, the pragmatic person in me would say, let's go with the safer option, because I think Sir Jim can only bid at four billion, but I think the asking price is about five to six uh, by the Glazers for a full sale. But like Mike said. As well, uh, the Glazers are two of the Glazer families are actually I think Joel and Evram I think. Uh, yeah. They were looking for a minority sale where they get in more investors instead. But I'm like, ah, oh, dude, uh, you have sucked enough money, uh, and and you know, you got to move on. Uh, and uh, oh yeah. I read that the only reason that they're considering this is because of uh, how Eric Ten Hag uh, is is changing the team and and they're seeing success now. When over the last ten years, uh, <coughs> uh, the entire process is basically uh, get to the Champions League. Uh, as long as the manager brings them to the Champions League, they secure Champions League money. Uh, and then uh, they'll just let it uh, rot, and then uh, one when fans start to make noise, uh, they'll pump in a big name signing like Falcao, uh, Di Maria. Even though they don't fit the system, 
uh, and the last one they did was Cristiano Ronaldo uh, and then rinse and repeat and I think after I think after three managers they were like oh why isn't this bringing in as much money as when the club is successful so yeah that's that's that, that's for me lah. I, I'd rather have Sir Jim but if the Qatari based on what I read also uh, what's the name of the Qatari uh, prince that want to buy uh? Jasim bin Hamad bin Khalifa Al Thani. Ah yeah yeah, it's been said that he's uh, he's a Manu fan and he he wants to restore the club and all that. If it's true, if I take his words, uh, without you know without having doubts, then uh, I rather it be him because he he clearly has the the finances and and whatnot to, not only uh, have the purchasing power, but also the money to uh do every other part of the club, which is like you know. The stadium rebuild, the youth team, and and whatever else that is that is needed lah. So yeah, it's exciting times. I'm hoping for a full sale, uh, whether it be to the Qatari owners, and also uh, or Sir Jim Ratcliffe. Uh, I rather it be a full sale than a a, a, a minority investment uh, by 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 people to support. The Glazers ownership lah, <coughs> because yeah, I read that Sir Jim will buy sixty nine percent of the uh, shares that the uh, Glazers own. So yeah, either way, happy days. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? I I guess right now it, it, I don't know. It's kind of a it's kind of a different. Uh, Do you landscape th- now in the Premier League, right? Do you uh, think it will ruin ruin fu- uh, football or yeah? What do you mean by ruin? There are suggestions, uh, and I think we we talked about this in our in our discussion that uh, all these actions like uh, Qatar are doing, like when they buy uh, they buy big name clubs, uh, in a sense, it's sports washing. Yeah. So so do you I think, mean this yeah. is. For sure, I I think a sports washing project. Uh huh. Right, they're gonna pump money if the Qataris buy it. They're gonna pump money, uh, to <coughs> make United a success, and that and that good uh will is is gonna be used to to improve the standing of Qatar. Mm. Um. Yeah, that's that's an extremely bad thing. I think. Uh, I do think that. I th- I think that people want want this to happen because the only way to be competitive to win trophies in the in the Premier League is really to uh spend a lot of money. Mm. And I think that's what Premier League fans like but also at the same time like what happened to City um they're hard to control. They're going to be pumping money, uh, and that might, you know, that that might give teams an unfair advantage. Okay, but uh, for for discussion's sake, uh, just just to put a definition, uh, according to uh, Wikipedia, sports washing. Just for anybody that that is not familiar with the term, is used this used to describe the practice of individuals, groups, corporations, or governments. Using sports to improve reputations tarnished by wrongdoing. Okay, 
So it was actually a topic brought up during uh, the Qatar World Cup, uh, which happened uh, just a few months ago, and and people are saying uh, their attempts of buying uh, Manchester United is also sports washing. So if I can ask you, right, Mike, as somebody who is uh, from a more uh, where opinions are free and and whatnot. Would you say whatever that the Qatar, uh, the Qataris are uh, doing at their home, uh, in in their home, their laws and all, would yeah. it be sports washing? It would it still be sports washing, uh, in a sense where uh, just because we don't agree or don't subscribe to their laws, it it it's it's still sports washing in that sense where they when they do good we don't say, uh, for example. Uh, the uh, earthquake in Turkey, uh, yeah. in Turkey, eh, uh, they sent the same containers that was used to build uh, uh, the, that they had, which is about ten thousand containers. They sent it okay. to Turkey to help out with with the uh, homelessness issue and, and whatnot. Yeah, is w- would you say it's still sports washing? Even though uh, just because their culture is different from, let's say. Uh, the Western or even the Southeast Asian culture. Obviously, this is that's a very complicated question. Um, but to say that, uh, I I don't think. Oh my God, this is a complicated question. Yeah, I don't think, I I don't think that just <coughs> because you have a different culture doesn't mean. He can repress uh, other uh, minority populations in the country. Mm. Um, Qatar is is a rich country, but in terms of as a global player, it's kind of smaller. So part of the reason mm. they buy uh, clubs like United is so that they can get more visibility. Mm. Um, so yes, I I I think whatever they do, it, it, it's absolutely sports washing. Oh okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So if if let's say we we reverse it, okay. Uh, to be fair to to Mike, uh, I think it's sports washing in a sense where, if if we follow the 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 main line of 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 thought, the mainstream, yeah, it's it's sports washing because there are certain things that people would think that Qatar is is still backwards but to me uh, there is that fine line where it's their home so they should be able to run it as and how they see fit because you don't see uh, if it were to be reversed in in a way where for discussion sake uh, uh, this this might this might be our last episode lah talking like this because we decided to take such a heavy topic uh, let's say uh, in in the states, uh, if a uh, in the states, oh, how do I reverse this? Uh? Uh, no, but, but but the thing is, the thing is, okay. Re- remember what Qatar did to to build their stadiums? Yeah, is is the they, is the labor... they recruited so many foreign workers and then they pretty much uh, gave their employers pretty much unlimited control over them. Mm-mm-mm. They seized their passports. Uh, wages are withheld. Okay. Etc. Etc. So how how is that not uh sports washing la? You know. Yeah. How, 
how can you describe such things as just being part of the culture? Okay. Right. Okay. How how is that? How is the, how how is that? You know, just culture. Oh, that's just something we do in Qatar. Uh, you know, that's that's completely a, a different issue. Okay. So if if let's say uh let me try this again. Uh, if, yeah. Let's say any any social issues that we have like in the states. Then the yeah. states try to purchase, uh, let's say, uh, Liverpool or even Chelsea. Liverpool, yeah. Uh, to to you know, like, uh, to like cover up that any of the social problems that that uh, the Western have, would that also yeah. be considered sports washing, or would you say that? I think is... so. Oh, okay. So it 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 doesn't matter where it's from, lah. Is is what we are yeah. agreeing here. It's just it's, it's a it's a term. To just basically, you're trying to elevate your profile to cover yeah. up uh, whatever shitty thing you're, that you're doing. Although, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So in in this sense, that that we we bring it here to to we bring it back to uh, as a fan, should we care if it's sports washing or not? Absolutely. And and okay, why why do you think we should care? So if let's say uh let's say a Qatari wants to come and take over Arsenal, which you are a fan of, yeah, yeah, would you be protesting against uh the current owners, which is the uh, Kronke, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Would Would you protest against that? I would not like. I I would not want my club uh to be associated. Associated with the Qataris, because because oh. this is the thing. This is the thing. You, uh, as a fan of, uh, you're you're saying that. So you're asking me as my as a as a fan. as an Arsenal fan, yeah, right? Yeah. That's kind of a loaded question because, uh, you you you're saying I should only think about this move in terms of footballing terms. Okay. Right. Yeah. Which is. Which I think uh, is a loaded question. Okay. I think you, you you got to be able when you're making decisions, when you make decisions is it shouldn't just be about football. It should just be, it should also be you know, you should be able to look at the bigger picture. Okay. Which is the human rights abuses, etc., etc. Okay. All I I think all decisions, uh, it it shouldn't just be about football. <laughs> because this, because the issues are beyond football. Mm-hmm. It it it's it's human rights abuses. It's uh, labor, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. So no, just just thinking about uh, you know, footballing uh, issues is is not enough. Okay, in so, my opinion. So if it, that means if you had a choice. Uh, if you could, in, uh, like like for example, if you had a choice and you could influence, you would say no. I don't want you to take over my club. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Until you fix this, uh, whatever issues that you are trying to wash away. No. Um. Oh, to be honest, no. I think I I think clubs should be fan owned. To be honest. Fan owned. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Rather than uh, rather than. Owned by anyone else. Ah, okay, okay. Right, the pre- the Premier League opened 
open the doors for this kind of thing. Open the doors for all, all every kind of foreign investors, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, the Germans are right. It should be at least fifty plus one. Mm. I think the Spanish are right. You know, the club owned club owned uh, sorry fan owned clubs are still a thing in Spain. Mm-mm-mm. So I I think that should be that should be the model rather than <coughs> rather than uh, maybe you can allow for you know for foreign investors to to take minority stakes in clubs. But I think clubs should be fan owned. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't think of it that way to be honest. Uh, yeah, I'm. I I guess you could say that I'm kind of hardcore. And no, I mean that it's it. That's the point of our I, uh, of our discussion yeah. here, anyway. Uh, so if like our we, we don't have any listeners from Spain yet, <laughs> uh, maybe our friends who are listening to us from Germany. You can drop us uh, uh, IG, uh, uh, a text or, or whatnot. Just uh, DM us and let us know whether it's. A, will it feel any different? Because, uh, as as, as a Singaporean, I would never have that uh, association uh, or or that feel of having a, I own shares in the club. Uh, I would never understand that. So maybe you can share yeah. with us and let us know. Then maybe we can you know uh, again we can talk about it. But yeah, I I think that's that's a a good point of view. Again, I I like to reiterate that we're not saying we we are for or or you know against uh any of the human rights issue. We're having a discussion here, and hopefully people will take it the same way. Yeah. I mean, somebody can just clip us and say, "I uh, look at this, bus from bus talk say, oh yes, I am pro Qatari." Uh. Shit, they can clip. Uh, they can clip that one. So, haha, I'm pro Qatari. Oh crap, they can clip that too. Uh, but yeah. Uh, it it I I I do think that uh, like Mike said, I think foot football should be for the fans, and I think it being a club, uh, a fan owned club should be at the basis of it. Which I think yeah. is is like what. Wrexham are doing the the owners uh Rob McElhenney and and Ryan Reynolds are doing where they have heavy well, engagement with the community and whatnot. Yeah, that's true. And and they do walk uh walk the ground uh to get a sense of what the the fans of the club uh really really want. But yeah. Uh yeah yeah I I think I think that's quite quite interesting. Uh but yeah to to I guess to close out the uh the topic on how we feel about having new owners as a menu fan uh, or how we feel about state owned clubs is that uh generally if you talk just from the the money perspective you know take out all this sports washing and 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 what yeah. I'm I'm quite excited because uh <coughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, United have a very good manager now, and to have a club that is uh, well financed and out of debt and be able to spend and and compete with a good manager, as a fan, that's that's what what I want to see. So of course I'm 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 proud to see Glazers out, Glazers out, Glazers out. Yeah, but uh yeah so. 
that that concludes that uh, and and I would like us to then move on to whether it will be a good move because like one of the state own you you see a variety of there's four lah one is Newcastle uh, who are recently state owned uh, the other one is Man City and I think the third one should be PSG only these three at the moment am I correct? Yeah so <coughs> the UAE bought uh city mm. Saudi Arabia bought Newcastle mm. and then the Qataris are own PSG uh the brother of the dude who owns PSG is the one that wants to buy United okay and we we easily you have these ideas uh in your head that okay uh state owned clubs are you know limitless in their funds and whatnot uh the next topic that we we want to talk about is whether it'll be a good move or not so out of these four do you think out of these four examples or out of these three examples would you say uh, the clubs are run well or or no i think psg is not run well they're very very um i don't know if they have any kind of structure to be honest uh City and Newcastle are, are are run very well, for sure. Um, they know uh, what kind of profiles they want, and then they go after it. Okay. And they they're also not afraid to to stay away from the from the transfer market when they when they you know uh, when they don't need to. For example, PSG are always trying to. <laughs> to buy more and more players thinking that that, w- that will improve the team without actually <coughs> scouting for what they need why why you think there's there's a difference in the ownership between like city and newcastle where especially newcastle we see uh, even though we have they what was the stats that time they were their owners are 36 times richer than uh than man city owners right yeah why why are they not splashing the cash even though they have that amount of money as compared to uh, Nasser Al uh, Khalifi uh, yeah. where I think the first move he did was to purchase Neymar for uh, a then world record of I think it's still a world record at 220 million pounds yeah well 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 I remember PSG they first started buying uh, some really famous, uh, some really up and coming names, right? I think Verratti was part of that. Oh yeah, yeah, and then, Verratti. Yeah, and then uh, they wanted to bring in a superstar, so it was Neymar that they chose. Okay. Uh, and then after that, obviously <coughs> they went for um, Kylian Mbappe. Um, and now the and now and then of course they got Messi. Um, their marketing department for sure is run extremely well. Mm. Um, but in terms of uh, footballing, from a footballing point of view, uh, it's they're not run well. Uh. They lack seats, uh, midfielders. They lack maybe wingers. Um, 
it always feels like their manager is always tra- having to improvise uh, <laughs> formation just to get just to get the team to to play well. Okay. So, you know, just just because you got bought out by a big financial uh, entity doesn't mean that that doesn't guarantee that your team is going to be run well. Um, for example, Chelsea when they were bought by Abramovich, right? Yeah. They they bought, they gave you know, uh, they bought a lot of good players. They brought in Mourinho, and they and, and they, they won pick, the they, first two titles. They chose. Right? Uh, they allowed Mourinho to pick which players that he wanted to buy. Yeah. It. Yeah. It was very. It was very collaborative. Um, but after a while. Abramovich, uh, you know, was less inclined to to to, uh, to, to buy just, players. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but they did good, do a good job, you know, making you know their Chelsea's academy is now probably arguably the best <laughs> uh, academy in England. Talent hoarding. Um, they they have a good. Uh, they have a lot of good talents coming out from their, uh, f- coming out from the academy, okay. um, but you know, there was also a point where they were changing managers. Uh, so yeah, they like couldn't keep a manager one. for over a year, right? Yeah. Um. It, so yeah, Chelsea were. I don't know. So, some periods they were run well. Some periods they're not. Uh, so really, <coughs> so really, it's more about what kind of structure the the investors will bring in rather than uh, relying on on the you know just buying players just to become good. Yeah, uh, I I went to check out on uh, the transfer market uh, from the time that uh, PSG was uh, taken over. Yeah. So on average, they spending uh about maybe uh, about hundred hundred million uh every season until wow. recently. <coughs> really. So in two thousand eleven, uh, uh, the players that arrived, uh, big notable players, it's actually not that that uh that big. Uh, they got Pastore, who was like yeah. you said, uh, up and coming. Uh, yeah. Thiago, Mo- uh, Thiago Mota, Kevin Gamero, uh, Matuidi, and Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Menes from uh, AS Roma, yeah. and uh, Momo Sissoko, I think, from Juventus. Yeah. Uh, the other notable name is Maxwell from Barcelona, so that's one. And then in the second season, uh, at the start of 12 and 13, that's when they really went all out. They got Thiago Silva, uh, Lucas Moura, uh, Ezekiel Lovetsi, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Marco Verratti, uh, Vanderweel, uh, and of course Mr. David Beckham from L- uh, LA Galaxy. And uh, yeah. at that time they promoted uh, Adrian Rabiot. And then the the year after, uh, they got in Edison Cavani, Marquinhos, Johan Cabay. And uh, Lucas Dini. Yeah. And that, 
I think uh, that is one, two, three, uh, fourth year they got David Lewis. At that point in time, David Lewis was considered uh, a wild card from Chelsea because he yeah. he had like hot and cold. Uh, the year after they had uh, Hangel Di Maria, uh, Kurzawa, Serge Aurier, and Kevin Trapp. And then they had uh, Julian Drexler, Guedes. Uh, at this point, it, it's like it's like what you say lah. Random players that they're just buying. Uh. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, but I I think Lo Celso, Munier. Uh, the year yeah, after in seventeen eighteen is is when they they broke the bank for Neymar. Yeah, I think they were. I I think they were. Um, they were it sounds like it sounds to me like they were uh buying players that had like good potential Mm-mm. but and hoping that they would become they were hoping that they would become uh <coughs> superstars while playing uh while playing for PSG that for is PSG. true because in the year yeah. that they bought Kylian Mbappe uh, and uh, a random Eric Maxim Chopomoting, <laughs> yeah, uh, that was the same year they saw the players that I just mentioned: uh, Guedes, Pastore, Yuri yeah. Berchiche, uh, Yasin Adli, uh, Giovanni uh, Lo Celso, uh, uh, to name a few. Kevin Trapp, Timothy Weah, uh, all were sent out on loan. They released uh, Ben Arfa. And yeah. yeah, yeah, and, and I heard I heard Ben Arfa was was uh, released because he didn't get along with the manager at the time. Yeah, as in yeah. To, so it it's to your point where only in in recent years where it seems like there there's a sort of uh okay I wouldn't say a, a structure because in the twenty one twenty two season they brought in Ramos and Messi who were signed on free and yeah. uh, Donnarumma. But yeah. I I wouldn't say I mean Donnarumma was tipped to be like the next Buffon, but you don't see him being spoken of that much now. Yeah, you don't really see him standing out this right now. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 really hit hit and miss. So you feel that PSG has been uh badly run in that sense. Yeah, I mean. I I remember there were there were times when PSG had like attacking midfielders were like ha- half of the team pretty much. Oh yeah yeah. And at one point Drexler, Pastore, uh, Maria, and they and were all in they they were all in 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 the squad. They didn't have a proper uh, defensive midfielder, etc. etc. Okay. Well, I guess okay. they did have Thiago Mota, but um. Yeah, there were times when when it, they were just like top heavy, and they and they weren't investing in 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 quality defenders. Okay. Even now, I mean, who who are the world class defenders there? Marquinhos, uh, Sergio Ramos, right? Mm. Um, Thiago Silva at one point, but now now he's at Chelsea. But um, but yeah lah. I, I mean the the base of it is is uh, uh we uh, you feel that it's badly run because but the dangers of it is like they can ruin the game. Like uh, I just saw this 
as we were chatting, uh, Newcastle are ready to break the bank to sign James Madison with a 220k a week contract. Then it basically wow. ruins the competitive nature of, of of the league. Would you say so? Yeah, I think so. <coughs> okay. Okay. Um. The problem is that. The problem is that. Sorry, Newcastle can buy players at a, a can buy players even if they're not that good, and they they can they can uh Newcastle can attract can attract players because you know they can pay more in terms of wages even mm. if even if they're not really that good, right? I don't think James Madison is a two twenty k a week player, but because they're paying so much, they can. For sure, they can get him, right? Mm. So it, it so it kind of makes it kind of makes uh, the economy kind of uh, unfair because they 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 can pay so much money for like random players and 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 still not get a financial hit. That's that's what that's what uh, makes the comp- uh, the league less competitive. So, uh, on top of like a super league being problematic, so. this, this would would be just as problematic in in your point of view. I think so. Um, okay. <coughs> although, of course, I, it it does seem like that that the league is like. Uh, you you got city, who. Who always has who who are always at the top, right? Mm. Um, and while and while the um, oh my god, because of the Premier League's financial dominance, there even the so-called mid-table teams are are getting a lot of talent, and they're able to compete with the top sides, right? Mm. But it seems that. If the fear seems to be that you know, if a big guy comes in, uh, there are certain teams that don't even need to do a lot, and they'd still be at the top, right? Like for example, Bayern Munich, right? No matter what happens, it seems like in the German league they're always at the top. Um, even even if their competitors are buying a lot of talent. Uh, they still cannot compete. They're still at the top. Yeah. They still can. Yeah. So I think that's that's the fear uh, with the Premier League, and City. I think are close to that. <coughs> For now. Even even if their team is kind of at the end of their their cycle or near the end of their cycle. Um. But yeah. Do, okay. Then do you think that it will come to a point where? I mean, using City as an as an example, even after Pep leaves, do you think they will be just as dominant, even uh, with all that money, or do you think it will be they will go back to pre uh, Guardiola era where they were winning, but they were not as dominant? Yeah, well, yeah, I, well, it de- uh, it depends. Like I said, just because you like like I said before, just because you got a lot of money doesn't mean you're gonna be well run, mm. right? Um, but a well-run city is pretty much unbeatable. True. You know what I mean? True. 
Um, they're gonna have an off season here and there, but they're always gonna be dominant if they run well. Because of the the financial might uh, might that they have on top yeah. of being well run, lah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a that's, the, that's the, a fair statement. The fine the 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 financial uh side of the game gives uh city uh gives them the ability to recover from failure better right uh a better safety net lah a better safety net basically and other clubs don't have that safety net so so basically if we're putting this into uh into a uh, more relatable terms <laughs> it's basically like us as compared to somebody who has a a rich parent or come from a wealthy uh, a golden uh, a golden spoon lah yeah ah like if a golden uh, a guy uh, if okay so for example uh, between Mike and I uh, uh, if I was born rich no no not not if you were born rich so we are two average yeah. clubs uh, we are two average yeah. people. Uh yeah I think I think this is where we capture back all our audience who are <laughs> slowly drifting away from our ramblings uh by making it relatable. Uh so the two of us you and me uh we are uh, we are uh, going through life we have our dreams our ambitions and whatnot. Yeah. Mike is to be what what's one dream or ambition that you you have at the moment? I don't know. To write a book, for example. Okay, yours is to write a book. Uh, mine is, of course, uh, to be paid to talk about football. So, if one fine day a Qatari guy just comes up to, let's say, Mike, hey Mike, I want to fully fund your life. I want to be, oh, in this way, <laughs> kind of like your sugar daddy <laughs> or sugar yeah. mommy. Uh, then Mike, Mike will be like, all right, uh, I will allow you to pay me, uh, and and you can go and achieve your dreams. Uh, you can manage. I can have. Uh, I can have a chef for you. I can have a personal trainer for you. I can okay. have a uh, a mentor for your writing. I can find a publisher for you. In yeah. that sense, if if uh, this this uh, benefactor comes for you, you are more. Uh, you are able to write more books, be more successful as compared to me, who have to plot along uh, non-league style and earn my own wages to fund my dreams and whatnot. Is is that basically what we're uh, surmising with all this? Pretty much. Yeah. So so it can I be... Guess. I mean, it's like... It's like if I was a rich guy <coughs> and I wanted to be a writer, mm. instead of instead of learning how to write, I just bought... You can pay people to write. I and, just bought and then a publisher, and then yeah. they, and then they'll they'll publish things for me. Yeah, that's it. That's it, the amount the amount of money that they have is just so much. Yeah, and and to relate it back to the sports washing, so basically it's like uh, if Batman Bruce Wayne decides to find uh, Michael, we won't say anything about. Uh, uh, I would not uh, take it. So no lah. For example, so Bruce Wayne <laughs> wants to find Mike uh, Michael, and then. Uh, or maybe Iron Man lah. Iron Man uh, Tony Stark wants to find find uh, find Michael and then we all will just turn a blind eye to him creating uh, weapons of mass destruction and whatnot, and and his uh, weapon sales uh, the money that he generates is, is from there that's basically what we're comparing the sports washing to am, am I correct? I guess 
it's really simplistic of it lah but you know yeah yeah okay okay i get it i get it okay uh yeah uh let us know what you think uh especially uh, when it was towards the heavier side of the topic earlier Uh, let us know whether you agree with what we say, uh, or what we don't say, or if you really feel upset about this, you're like, uh, oh my god, I can't believe these two clowns are talking about this in such a simplistic way. Share it to your friend, let them listen, and ask them for their opinion whether these two ran- random guys, uh, talking about football, whether they're right or not. Okay, do that. Mike, are you scared? Are you scared you get cancelled now? No. <laughs> I'm waiting for the day where one of your colleagues just come up to you. Hey, Michael, is is this you? The uh, yeah. Has it happened yet? No. No. Oh okay. Okay. <laughs> Not that big yet. <laughs> <laughs> slowly, slowly. Uh, we just need uh another fifty listens from everybody. We just need everybody another fifty listens. And we'll cross the 1,000 play mark. Okay. Yeah. Really? So, uh, please go back and listen to all our previous episodes. I think the more uh, famous, uh, popular episodes was episode 10, where we chat chat with a, a wife and girlfriend of am- amateur football in Singapore. Uh, episode 8, where we talk about uh, traveling uh, while playing football. And and then there's also episode 32, managing a weekend warrior team. Uh, and I I would definitely want to know how Sunday league is like in different countries. So yeah, do share with us. Uh, and when I meet Mike, I I expect him to bring me to like a Sunday league game. Sure. Okay. Uh, now uh to our closing, we like oh. to close this uh with uh something positive. Uh, Mike, you got any uh, football-related news that tickled your bone or, you know, uh, basically put a smile on your face? Let me think about that. I don't know. Okay. While, while you think about that, I'll, I'll, share, I'll share mine. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, so, mine is, if you know, uh, in, in that YouTube video where I went to Korea, uh, I think in Aug- August last year, Uh, I met uh, two two young uh, fans of uh, FC Seoul. Okay. So FC Seoul had a mixed season uh, last year, and the 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 K1 league just started. Uh, I think uh, I think yesterday, 25th February, and FC Seoul were up against Incheon United. If I'm not wrong, let me double check. Uh, yes. Uh, Uh, they were up against Incheon United, uh, Incheon, uh, Incheon, yes. Uh, and they won two one, Incheon United FC, yes. So the, their first game and they already won, so they're off to a good start. They won the game two one. Uh, goals from Lim Sang Kyuk and Kim Joo Sung. So yeah, I'm 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 very. Very proud of uh, the first Korean team that I probably supported, and coincidentally, FC Seoul was uh, when I played FUT. I think in FIFA 21, FC Seoul was my club's crest and logo. So yeah, this was all meant to be. So the boys uh, dropped me a DM on uh, on Instagram and they said, "Yeah, we won our first game." And I was like, "Oh, really?" 
and then they shared photos with me of uh, the team celebration and, and the fan support and whatnot. So that's freaking fantastic. So how about you? I don't know. I don't really have any kind of moment like that. <laughs> or, or maybe that I found interesting. I, I thought you were a big um, fan of like Vinny Jr. Yeah, I mean, I did. I did like that moment where he, where they did the comeback against uh, Real Madrid. Ah, sorry, against uh, Liverpool. Uh-huh. Um, they were two. They were behind by two goals, and then suddenly they, they were able to get back because of because of the because of the brace that <coughs> that he scored. Um, one of the goals like came out of nowhere, and then and then. And 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 he was able to get Real Madrid back in the game. That, I thought that was amazing. Yeah, Vinny Vinny's on on fire at the moment. Do you, do you see him? I feel like I feel like Vinny is very. Has been very, uh, really well. He he's had a very tough year. Yeah. With uh... all this with all this racist <laughs> racism shit. Um, on the on the field, he's been he's not really been consistent, but. But when he does explode, he he really he really takes the game, um, and 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 he was really good that game. Yeah, uh, that that was one of our topics actually. We truth be told to our listeners, uh, uh, the racism topic was one that we wanted to talk about, but we probably gonna save it for, uh, a time where. Where it'll be, it'll be, yeah. We didn't want to do like you know for another episode, yeah. Yeah, because that's also an incredibly difficult topic, heavy and difficult and complicated topic. But yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll end off on the good note. Uh, one is uh FC Seoul won. Uh, that's good for me. Uh, the other one is of course like Mike shared that Vinny is doing very well despite all this cr- criticism and yeah, there there was a. Uh, Somebody that asked Je- uh, Jürgen Klopp, I think was it Jürgen Klopp? I remember somebody asked uh, a manager uh, about Vinicius Junior and whether he 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 bought all this abuse about himself. What 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 do you think of questions like that by professional uh, journalists? Do you think that's let Let's put it what it for what is it is a stupid question. I. The the dude who who asked <coughs> Klopp that question, yeah, was himself Brazilian, and he he was actually actually wanted uh, Klopp to. He asked that question so that Klopp would defend Vinicius. I think. Oh, uh, I think that was the I think that was the intent. Ah, okay, okay. So yeah. the intent came. The intent was like, oh, okay. I it's like a prompt to Jürgen uh, Jürgen Klopp to to say, yeah, like, yeah, maybe, you know. Uh, we shouldn't, uh, you know, we shouldn't be abusing players and all that. This is twenty twenty three and yada 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 yada. The entire trope, lah. Exactly. But it came off quite. Uh, it came off like like I said, uh, a stupid question, lah. Because yeah, what else can Jurgen Klopp say? Uh, no, uh, yeah, he bought this upon himself because he was very good. Yeah. So this is part and parcel of being a a very good player. You know, people are allowed to criticize you and 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 and. Say shit about you and your family and whatnot. Yeah, it's you. You know how? Oh my god! You do you remember how? Um, when you when England lost the the Euros because Rashford and 
Kayasaka was missed miss uh, penalty or something, right? Missed the penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like um, <coughs> when these players do bad. Uh, that's kind of right. They're being criticized for not playing good, and then the racism comes suddenly in the background. It's like uh, yeah, when it's... there's an opportunity to to criticize a player. Uh, for footballing reasons, the the races will come and 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 add their own shit. Mm, that's true. That's true. Okay, before we get it into a very very happy, uh depressing topic uh that we promised was for another episode. Uh, don't don't be scared. <laughs> this is a preview. This is a preview. <laughs> this is a preview. Uh, we hope that uh, e- anyone that's listening in uh can share their thoughts. That you know we. We get the top going, uh, and and it's a safe, safer space to to engage and and uh, share. Like I think uh, uh, there was an episode I think on Welcome to Wrexham, where they talked about uh, a football hooligan. I think it was on Welcome to Wrexham, and then uh, yeah. the the guy get to share why he feels that it's uh, why he feels being a hooligan is is you know. Part and parcel of of uh, his identity, and and he feels n- nothing wrong with it, and 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 whatnot lah. It's it's yeah. it's interesting to see that. So hopefully we have that uh in our growing community and growing number of listeners. And yeah, do let us know whatever you want us to talk about, and and we'll definitely try and uh, come up with an episode with it. So uh, I think that it that is it for this episode. Mike, did you think? Uh, do you enjoy this episode? Will we be hearing more from you now? No, I'm gonna disappear for like two years <laughs> and then come back. <laughs> oh, oh, you want fans to to be wanting more for you, is it? <laughs> They're gonna uh, yearn for you. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm probably gonna be here. You know, next week you're probably gonna hear from me. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll try our best to to get. If it we can out find as, the time. Yeah. Uh, usually it's it's the timing that's an issue. Uh, but yeah, we hope you enjoy this. And uh, <sighs> if you are listening to this, uh, today is supposedly between uh uh the Carabao Cup final between Man United and Newcastle. So yeah. Uh, to end off this episode, I will uh be doing two versions of a menu fed. The first one, okay. yeah, we won, we won. <laughs> Uh, and then Maybe. in the event that we lose, uh, you can ignore the starting one, uh, and then you go, like, oh <laughs> no, I mean you know, Eric Ten Hag's first year, uh, it is fantastic that he brought the club all the way, uh, to the Carabao Cup final, you know, uh, and it's a very fitting and beautiful story, that Newcastle have won their first title in 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 a long time, and uh, it is what it is. Uh, we go again next year. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. I I don't know. It feels like a uh, very fifty-fifty, no? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's gonna be fun. So, uh, yeah, uh, Mike, thank you for joining us, and uh, I hope to see you more because this was our pet project when we started this, and 100%. and yeah. Uh, see you soon. Please take care, everybody. Uh, join us soon in the next again. episode. Take care, everyone.